February 22nd, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. God will not withhold anything from you that is rightfully yours as his child. God will not hide any aspect of his character from you. God will not deny you any promise that he makes in his word. God will not shut you away from any blessing that is for your eternal benefit or that is required for the fulfillment of your purpose on this earth. And best of all, God has already prepared for you all that you will need for every day of the rest of your life. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I am delighted to be your host. I've got goosebumps, guys. Something told me this morning, oh, just check your demographics. Now, you know we had added Japan a couple days ago. We have added Norway. Wow. Welcome Oslo County in Norway. I feel blessed. It's out of control. It's out of control. Our listenership is up to 7,929. It doesn't matter if it's one or one million, but it's 7,000. Thank you, Jesus. And we are 93% female. (laughs) Okay, so women, you got to tell the men to listen because they need the word too. And let's see here. Our... Um, my lowest demographic, believe it or not, is 23 to 27. So 18 to 22 has surpassed them. So that's good that they're coming. And then through the roof demographic is age 45 to 60. Is that right? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> perfect, perfect. So anyway, welcome everybody. Uh, Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Everybody knows this prayer, the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. 38 countries. Yay! I'm shaking. It's really that exciting. Okay. Good morning, God. Good morning. You are ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday and let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way today. Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own, no way. So take our hand, our hands, and hold them tight, for we can't walk alone. Amen, alleluia, alleluia, amen. Okay, I get so excited. Alrighty, uh, Psalm 85 says, I will hear what God the Lord will say, for he will speak peace. Excellent. Whenever you read scripture, consider what the Holy Spirit may be communicating to you through it. Don't just ask, how do I solve my problem? Instead, keep the following prayerful questions in mind. I'm going to say them nice and slow so that you can take them in. You're to ask, Lord, what is the context of what I am reading? Help me understand the foundation and heart of what has been written. Are you revealing something about your character, our relationship, or your provision? Are there attitudes, beliefs, and habits that are undermining my well-being? or undermining my relationship with you. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more questions to ask when you're reading the scripture. Thanks. And we're back. My alarm clock was trying to sing I don't know why, but I know that the devil is a defeated foe and he has to be piping mad that all of us are listening to the word and changing our lives every minute of every day and getting closer to God who is our protection. So get beneath me, devil. Okay, continuing on hearing the word through scriptures and what we should be asking God when we are reading them. Lord, what do you want to communicate to me today? Make those verses and principles stick out and then help me to focus on what you desire me to see. Are there any actions or steps that you are revealing to me through your word. 
How do you desire me to apply what I am reading? What do you desire to accomplish in me and through me? And then your heavenly father will bring things to mind that he wants to address in your life. That's the magic of reading the scriptures. You'll see. No matter what it is, don't push it aside. Instead, continue pursuing how Jesus desires for you to deal with it. So let me repeat this. Your heavenly father will bring things to mind that he wants to address in your life. No matter what it is, don't push it aside. Instead, continue pursuing how Jesus desires for you to deal with it. Because that, at its most profound core, is doing God's will. Jesus, I want to hear what you have to say. So help me understand what you are communicating through your word. Amen. Okay, now, we have a lot of you listening, and I'm going to read a litany of scriptures. So as they fit, you just take them into account. And then see what God brings to mind. Genesis 12:1. The Lord said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will bless you and you will be a blessing to others. Holy, loving Father, in every area of my life, teach me to trust you more deeply. Amen. Ecclesiastes 8.5 Those who are wise will find a time and a way to do what is right. Dear Lord, my music is fading against the constant beat of a busy pace. I surrender my gifts to you and pray for the time and manner in which I can use those gifts to touch my world. Amen. Proverbs 17:22. A cheerful disposition is good for your health. Lord, help me find joy this day. Let me laugh and give praises to the King. Amen. Philippians 4.11 I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Thank you, Lord, for the beauty of today. Please remind me when I become preoccupied with the future and forget to enjoy the present. Amen. Philemon 1.7 For we have great joy and consolation in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother. 
Jesus, thank you for being an example of how to encourage and refresh others. Help me to see their needs and be willing to reach out. Amen. Jeremiah 23:23. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Do I fill heaven and earth? Lord, empower me to trust you when it's hard to remember that you are near and help me to live thankfully when times are good. Amen. Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart consecrating you. Father, the thought that you chose me before the foundation of the world and set me apart for a specific calling is humbling. You are so good. May I go forward with a renewed purpose in life. Amen. Joshua 2.11 When we heard of it, Our hearts melted and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord, your God, is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Sometimes when our lives seem to be under siege from the demands of work, bills, family, whatever, finding the work of God amid the strife can be difficult. Even though we acknowledge his power, we may overlook the gentle touches and the small ways in which he makes every day a little easier. Just as the Lord cares for the tiniest bird, so he seeks to be part of every detail in your life. So look for him there. Father God, I know you are busy by my side every day, good and bad, that you love and care for me. Help me to see your work in my life and in the lives of my friends and family. Amen. John 4:28. Leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? Lord, help me to lay down anything that stifles my passion for sharing the good news with others. Amen. Isaiah 25, 1. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name, for in perfect faithfulness you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. God has a promised land for us all, a marvelous plan for our lives. Recount and record his faithfulness in your life in the past, because God has already demonstrated his marvelous plans to you in so many ways. Then prayerfully anticipate the future journey with him. Keep a record of God's marvelous plans in a journal as he unfolds them day by day. You will find God to be faithful in the smallest aspects of your life 
and oh, so worthy of your trust. Oh Lord, help me to recount your faithfulness, record your faithfulness, and trust your faithfulness in the future. For you are my God, and you have done marvelous things planned long ago. Amen. Isn't that awesome? I love a book of devotions. Okay, stay with us. We'll be right back and we'll get God's purpose for your life. Another purpose, more purposes, all the purpose of your life. Be right back. And now God's purpose for your life. 2 Timothy 1.7 God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Believing in God and believing God are two different things. And it is important that you understand the distinction in order to live the victorious Christian life. Believing in God is saying, I know God exists. But believing God is trusting what he has said about himself, what he has said about us, and about the relationship he desires to have with us. This goes beyond our basic salvation to having utmost faith in Jesus for every detail of our lives. For example, today's quote means having full confidence that fear does not come from the Lord. Confidence, a sense of belonging, and clarity do. So you can be sure that God is going to give you the strength, the love, the wisdom to face whatever may come. Do you believe God today? Do you trust there's no real reason to fear? Yes, your circumstances may seem overwhelming, but he walks with you through all of it. So you can take heart and have faith that is help, that with his help, nothing will be impossible to you. God, I know what a great deal of my struggle is and that I actually believe you. Help my unbelief, Lord. You are my Savior. You are worthy of all my trust. Amen. Let me repeat that. God, I know that a great deal of my struggle is that I don't actually believe you. Help my unbelief, my Lord. You are my Savior. You are worthy of all my trust. Amen. I want to share. So last night I was, you know, just kind of going over my finances, you know, balancing my checkbook, et cetera, et cetera. And then I kind of heard a voice uh, say to me, close close your book, you know, get offline, log out of your bank, you know, all of that. 
And then God led me to this prayer. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Amen. Okay. Let us eat some Proverbs for breakfast, shall we? A gift given in secret soothes anger, and a bribe concealed in the cloak pacifies great wrath. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. Whoever strays from the path of prudence comes to rest in the company of the dead. Whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich. The wicked become a ransom for the righteous and the unfaithful for the upright. Better to live in a desert than with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. The wise store up choice food and olive oil but fools gulp theirs down. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. One who is wise can go up against the city of the mighty and pull down the stronghold in which they trust. Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. The proud and arrogant person, Mocker is his name, behaves with insolent fury. The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. All day long he craves for more, but the righteous give without sparing. The sacrifice of the wicked is detestable how much more so when brought with evil intent. A false witness will perish, but a careful listener will testify successfully. The wicked put up a bold front, but the upright give thought to their ways. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan, can succeed against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is maker of them all. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. 
In the paths of the wicked are snares and pitfalls, but those who would pre- those who would preserve their life stay far from them. Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. Whoever sows injustice reaps calamity, and the rod they wield in fury will be broken. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. Drive out the mocker, and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. One who loves a pure heart and who speaks with grace will have the king for a friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he frustrates the words of the unfaithful. The sluggard says, there's a lion outside. I'll be killed in the public square. The mouth of an adulterous woman is a deep pit. A man who is under the Lord's wrath falls into it. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. One who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth and one who gives gifts to the rich both come to poverty. put a pin in it and we'll continue Proverbs another day. Gotta love God's instruction. It pierces the heart. That's how you know it's from God. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers. And to end the podcast, here's a life-changing prayer from In Touch Magazine. Dear God, help the listeners hear your message. Be filled with the knowledge of God's will. One of the major steps toward knowing God's will is to know his word, which provides guidance in every imaginable situation. When we pray this, we are asking God to make clear his perfect and precise will for every decision. Walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. This is a phrase that means making one's life count for eternity. Whatever we have done in the spirit, which scripture compares to refined gold, silver, and precious stones, is worth exponentially more than the wood, hay, or straw ashes produced by worldly interests. Bear fruit in every good work. When Jesus Christ is the center of our life, then our character, conduct, and conversation should bear fruit for his kingdom. The words of this passage can be prayed for anyone, whether or not the person already knows the Lord. And in making these requests for others, we will want the same kind of growth in our own life. Amen. You can read further in Colossians 1, 
verses 9 through 14. Listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started. Now, to stay in them and keep them coming and just pouring down your back, you got to go out. You got to help others. You have got to be a blessing to another. God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to another. So just keep this beautiful cycle going. Each one reach one. God is watching from a distance and he's very, very, very happy with you. Come back tomorrow. We'll pray some more and we'll get closer to God. See you then. Bye for now.